Blog Talk Radio. Tuesday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, but the show is also worldwide and available on Skype or calling in at 1-347-838-9201. I have a question for you all. Do you believe when we die that we cease to exist? Do you believe that heaven is for real? Do you believe that our loved ones are always around us? Do you get signs like pennies or feathers or butterflies or rainbows? There's so many ways that our loved ones come through and my show sets out to show you. Uh, we have many intuitive meetings on the show and special guests, and we give readings, and hopefully bringing your loved ones through. So stay tuned for our guest tonight. Thank you. Hi, you all. It's Peggy Amanisi, broadcasting from Westchester County, New York. Uh, my song, my song, my show is called Signs Our Loved Ones Send Us, and tonight's show is about child loss and getting through the holidays, but it's for everybody who's lost somebody that they care about and love, and uh, it's a difficult time of year, so the holidays are here, and I, I know how difficult this is um, um, after the loss of two of my own children. Um, they were in their 20s when they died of cystic fibrosis. So tonight's show, I'm here to listen to you. Come on and vent. Or maybe you just want to possibly get a reading, as I'm also an intuitive medium. 
Um, let me help you uh, in some way if I can. We can do this together and just know you're not alone. I have my special co-host coming on again tonight, Marcia, and she's going to be helping me with the show, and the chat room is open, so uh, a lot of people try to chat with me on Facebook, but I, it's hard for me to keep going back and forth, so it's much easier for me to do it on the chat room if I can get to you, if we don't have too many callers or in between. So I'm going to bring Marsha on. We're going to talk a little bit about loss. Um, actually, I came across an article um, about grief and the holidays, and it's 64 tips for coping with grief at the holidays. So, And a uh, special announcement tonight, my youngest son uh, that passed uh, four years ago, his 27th birthday is November 30th, less than a week, and I still go through all the emotions, every other parent, intuitive, medium or not, you know, I uh, still have the same feelings. And I grieve, I hurt, I cry, I scream, you know. I know they're okay, but my human uh, side of it still gets to me, of course, and uh, like all of you. So I just want to wish my son Mark a happy birthday. And also, my toy drive uh, begins that day, November 30th. I bring um, toys for sick children in the hospital. That's how I choose to celebrate my holidays now that my two of my four children are gone. So let me bring on Marcia, and we're going to discuss some of the uh, the um, symptoms of grief and things of coping and what have you. And uh, let me bring her on, okay? Thanks for tuning in. Hold on. Hi, Marcia. Hi, Peggy. Hey. <laughs> how, how are you? Oh, I'm hanging in there. How about yourself? Uh, I'm okay. I've got my, uh, I can't find my cell phone. It's dinging away every time I get a message. So it's not the, uh, every time you hear a bell, an angel gets its wings. So. <laughs> a lot of angels Is tonight, he here? Huh? Yeah. yeah. Well, you you and I talked earlier today, and we had a, as usual, being an intuitive, and you have somewhat of a gift yourself. Uh, we had a lot of problems with electronics today, right? Oh, my gosh, <laughs> the, yes. In the middle of a sentence, uh, it hangs up. It happens to a few of my other friends that are also intuitive. We'll be in the midst of telling some, you know, something or giving each other a reading, and then boom, the, the phone dies. Too much electric, you know. Right. So, yeah. um, how so many times you, did it happen today? Three or four. <laughs> yeah, three or four, and then and then we couldn't get each other back. But I'm getting used to this. I used to yell at the phone company, but I guess it's not all their fault. No. Plus, I've been hacked a lot lately, and it's uh, getting a little a little frustrating. So I'm, I've just about had it with that. I've changed emails, and I've changed accounts, and I've. It's just you know I don't know what they're getting out of this, but you picked the wrong person because I'm poor. So. <laughs> right, right. No, I meant to tell yep. my sister I got an email in my junk folder from her, and um, really? I meant to tell her her last hacked. night. I, yeah, you know, it's not her email address. I, I look at that yeah. stuff, but I meant to tell her about it and forgot. And you just reminded mm-hmm. me, hey, you know, somebody sent me an email with your name, but it's not your email. So, yeah, um, I just want to tell, tell my tell listeners too, especially Facebook, and I think this is an important announcement. It really has nothing to do with the show, but we do talk about some other things too. Um, I recently posted something because I have been hacked so much. Um, if you get derogatory messages from me, because I'm outspoken, so you never know if it's from me or not. <laughs> but if you see something that's violent or really ridiculous, it happened this week, it almost broke up a friendship. Uh, she was pissed at me. I was pissed at her, the person, my friend, because she was seeing things on my Facebook I didn't see and fighting back with this person that kept deleting her, uh, posting and deleting. And I had no clue of it. I had no clue. 
I had no clue. So be very wary. There's a lot of hackers on Facebook. Check your emails. Um, I'm finding things going to spam, too, that shouldn't. Um, I'm doing now things with my code uh, generator to, to go directly to my phone. But they've gotten into my phone, too. And I'm not being oh paranoid. It's been proven. Yeah, it's been very, right. very uh, – I'm disgusted, you know. I'm disgusted. So. Well, that has oh, to anyhow. be very frustrating. Yeah. It, it's beyond. I mean, I've had enough stress in my life. Please don't give me any more. So right. anyhow, um, we'll, we'll get to some readings hopefully tonight, but we want to discuss uh, what the show is about, which are how to get through grief. Um, you Tell a little about yourself. I mean, they know about me. I'm an author. Got a best-selling book, Rainbows, Butterflies, and One Last Hug on Amazon. Writing more books. Got the show. I do readings. And lost many, a husband, two children, brother, sister, the list goes on. Tell us a little about you, Marsha. You've had a recent loss about five months ago, almost six months ago. So we also. um, Go ahead. (laughs) No, go ahead. No, so it's not just about, it's about grief for grieving children, but anybody that's grieving is welcome to my show. You know, except if you get like really crazy, like we're not here to talk about your jobs or whatever, unless your loved ones want to talk about it. This is about grief, the show. So tell us about Marcia. All right. Um, Well, I'm, I was a caregiver up until recently. Um, My husband, uh, long term, um, had dementia. And mm-hmm. um, but he still recognized all of us. He's, he hadn't gotten to that stage where he forgot who people were. So uh, right. when he, he passed away, <laughs> I really didn't expect it. But um, intuitively, I think I I knew it. I think he knew it. Um, mm-hmm. He, you know, he he just um, he made a statement to me like a week prior to his passing. He looked at me and in a moment of clarity announced that it was his last ambition to die right here and he meant at home. And right. I I said, um, not on my watch <laughs> and wow. I kinda smiled like that pleased him and um I so I repeated it back to him and I uh-huh. said, So it's your last ambition to die right here, is it? And he said on the mountain. And wow. um I got a, I got up to check on him, um I got up to go to the bathroom and I went in and he was mm-hmm. pointing at the ceiling. And it was nearly three in the morning, and I went over and I patted his shoulder. He put his arm down, and I told him to get some good rest, babe. Mm-hmm. I called him babe, and he called me Sonny. He told me I was his sunshine. Right. Yeah. That came through in my reading with you last week, by the way, too, remember? The Sonny thing? You there, Marcia? Oh, boy. We've lost her already. <laughs> What happened? You just totally tuned out. Really? Yeah, I I'm, didn't hear a word. Am I there now? Yeah. You're, <laughs> okay. you're, uh, we're there. I don't know if we're all there, but we're there. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah, right. Every now and then. But this was, you know, his birthday has come and gone. He's he, born in November or October. We have a son mm-hmm. in November and a son also in October. So right. it's the first everything. It's the first birthday mm-hmm. without him. It's the first Thanksgiving without him. And right. um, I'm going through, uh, I miss him, but mm-hmm. he had been through a, an awful lot over the years. Right. I mean, his medical issues began in 2003. And, right. he, you know, God gifted us that much more time with him. And that's how I look mm-hmm. at it. Um, I know he's in heaven. Um, you know, mm-hmm. he validated that. Um, right. But then, uh, 
the next month after Larry passed, he passed in June, mm-hmm. um, I lost my doggie, my fur baby, and mm-hmm. uh, um, that was hard because, you know, she was a part of my life, too. So right. I'm grieving both of them. <laughs> uh, but Larry most recently sent me a ki- kitty cat, a, a small baby um, kitten, and um, I think he has a sense of humor because we did you know, cat rescue back in the day, and we had lots and lots of cats because we were very caring people. Um, right. But, um, yeah, it's 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 difficult. Um, you just have to kind of remind yourself that they're in a better place and yep. surrounded by love. God's love is just indescribable. Unconditional. Yeah. Unconditional. And um, I wouldn't bring him back to this world. He paid his dues, and he did, he yep. did suffer a lot. Um, whether or mm-hmm. not his brain recognized, you know, he he went peacefully in his sleep. And right, right. You know, that was a blessing. He, he, and he was able to die at home, surrounded by loved ones, even though I wasn't with him. You know, when right. I went in uh, his room that morning, he was still warm, so mm-hmm. it hadn't been long. Um, right. They did try to revive him, and no luck. I thought we were headed for another hospital run, and... Um, right. Instead, you know, he went out, and never came back in, and yeah, of course I miss him. His right. laughter, um, his sense of humor, just—he was an amazing man. Yeah. But, um, well, that's—I even say that about my children. They suffered cystic fibrosis, is a horrific illness. They're born right. with it. Um, I've done shows on that too, to make people aware of how to get tested and. It's the number one uh, genetic killer of children, uh, usually in the white population. Uh, but now, because of you know interracial marriages, it's showing up in you know other uh, you know people, blacks, and the Jewish population, which was primarily known for Tay Sachs, uh, sickle cell for the black population. And but now it's showing up. But it used to be primarily like a German Italian descent. Now it's Irish and English and Spanish and. So um, one of the things I want to talk about that is if your child has a cough, uh, chronic diarrhea, ungodly bowel movements, nobody smells well, but they're ungodly um, because they're not digesting their food or if they're diagnosed with asthma and you, something a little more, get them tested. It's a sweat test. They, they put them in a room, heat them up, you know, just makes the room really hot, uh, wrap plastic around the arm and measures the salt content. They don't sweat any more than you or I. They just lose a higher content in salt, and that's a test for it. I don't know. I think now, because I worked for the CF Foundation for years, but now they've made advances where I think they can check on the blood, get checked, uh, prenatal screening, um, because both parents have to be carriers in order for the child to have it. I'm a carrier. My husband was a carrier. There was no test back then. Um, but we had after, after once you find out you're a carrier, each child that we had could have it. There was a one in four chance. We had four children together, and two of the four had it and passed in passed in the twenties. So, just want a little make an announcement on that. Your husband's disease has also been in my life: Alzheimer's, uh, dementia. I ironically um, I lost my mother to it, my grandfather, some other family members with it. And that was my specialty. I had my own home care business. I took care of them. And I called myself as my mother was dying, taking care of others with it, the plumber with the broken toilet. Couldn't fix it. Couldn't fix it. That's a very, very hard disease also because they die twice. The personality usually goes first, and they lose that part of them. 
And something that you brought up, and I want to bring it up because it does kind of relate to my show as far as signs. Um, you said that Larry the night before was pointing to the ceiling. My mother did the same thing uh, oh, really? three weeks before she died. She um, she was laying in the hospital bed. The woman was not was not able to communicate for two years. Couldn't talk. And all of a sudden, she started talking, and she reached out and said, the angels are here. Okay? Wow. And she started, her brother was at the foot of the bed, started calling him by name. So I write about this in some of my other books that will be coming out, because uh, mm-hmm. I have four more books I'm writing. And it's a thing called Rally. Um, they come back almost to life, uh, like a light bulb before it burns out. It gets real bright, and then they burn out and they die. You know, in the same, right. you know, I can, relating it to a light bulb. So, you know, on layman's terms. So, um, that's not uncommon. Um, right before they die, uh, sometimes they have loved ones coming from the other side to them. I've seen it being in the field I was in. I've seen it with my own family. Um, my husband rallied the day he died. My son rallied the day before he went into the coma, came back to life, so to speak. It, it, it's incredible. You think they're well. I thought they were well. I saw my mother do it 15 minutes before she died. You know, well, I, I, think, I, it, I think we talked about it um, once before, but that's what, another uh-huh. of our synchronicities. Um, our middle son, Jamie, uh, was tested. He had the sweat test uh, right. back in the day for CF. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And, mm-hmm. you know, it came out 50-50, and we had to wait another week for the retest. And, right. you know, we're trying to stay positive. Oh, no, he doesn't have yep. it. He doesn't have it. Um, but, you know, I, my heart goes out to you because that, that had to be horrible for you. And I know that Mark was a, a smart smart ass. Yes. <laughs> I'll say it. Um, oh, yes. And so was Meg. But, you know, he was a, he was a teacher. <laughs> that strikes me about uh, looking at his picture, you can see it. You can just mm-hmm. see it in him. Um, yeah, I never got to meet him or anything like that. I prefer but... to call it chutzpah. Chutzpah. <laughs> there no, you kidding. go. Yeah, I like that. But, yeah. um, you know, maybe there was he had some sense early on that he was going to have to cram a lot of life into the life that he had. Does they that both make did, sense? and I think we yeah. we do that. Yes, they they both did. Meg and him both did. They had a whole lot of living to do in a very short time. Uh, Meg was almost three diagnosed. Mark was diagnosed at five days old because of Meg having it. They tested all my other children. Uh, like right. your son, uh, my second child was tested uh, after Meg was diagnosed, and uh, his came back fifty-fifty too. Uh, that's part of my in my book, the Easter miracle I call it. They really thought he had it because he's the one who had the bad lungs. And Meg was pretty much okay at that point, and she he was a year younger, and he was used to have to take him in the shower with the asthma and what have you, and. They're like, well, yeah, we really think he's got it. Well, there's a part in my book if you want to read it. It's on the, and I'm not pushing sales. If you want it, you want it. You can get the Kindle version for three ninety nine on Amazon. They make all the money. I'm not making money on. I actually I owe money on my books, so it's not about profit. It's about getting the word right. out about cystic fibrosis, the word right. about the signs our loved ones send us. Um, a little bit of my family history growing up, where you and I discussed today. I grew up in a town where Jackie Gleason and some famous stars lived. Um, you might be bored with that part a little bit because um, it, that was written for the people in my hometown, that part, the chapter. But it leads uh. into what the book was about, okay? Um, we really, I don't think we really, maybe we discussed a little bit about Rally, but I'm going to go in detail in one of my next books about that. It's amazing what I've seen. And being that I was in the home care field, I've seen it time and time again with my patients. You know, I was at a few bedsides when they passed. Right. Um, but it's... Uh, 
it's crazy, but the, that that chapter was called the Easter Miracle. I really think my son Donnie had it, and he was cured. God cured him um, because of something that happened. If you read my book, you'll understand. Nice. And uh, well, he's he's now going to be 42 and living in North Carolina and healthy that way. He doesn't have CFs because they retested him. But I'm, I sometimes wonder, you know, God does what he does. We come with a plan, and you and I have discussed this, you know. And... Uh, yeah, we do. We do. I don't. I don't get it. You know, people ask me, "Well, what do you mean?" I don't know. I'll know when I get there. I don't have. If I have all the answers, I'd be God. You know, I bring our loved ones through when the Lord allows me to um, connect with them. I don't intentionally even come on the show. I, I don't promise anybody anything, and I always say that. And I end up last. What was it? Two weeks ago, we did a show. You called me up and said you blew my socks off. Yeah, <laughs> I blew my own did. socks off. It was yeah, bam, ba, bam, ba, bam. You know, some days I, I'm on, some days I'm off, you know. Um, you know, there's no guarantees. Even if you're a famous psychic medium, they still have their, their, their days, you know. And I don't consider myself famous by far, but um, I've worked with some. Uh, I know some. And uh, some amazing, incredible people, much more much more so than myself. So, but um, and the gift is a gift from the Lord. It's I don't go looking for it. I don't do tarot cards and crystals and all, and I don't begrudge anybody for what they do. You know, I just choose not to do stuff like that. You know, right. but um, well, I, think, I just I give think what He when, gives me. Right, uh, Ouija boards. Um, I stay away from those. Oh no! Um, <laughs> Definitely no, no. Yeah, and I, you know, like tonight before the show, I said a prayer. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I always lie. pray. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, just for protection, and and you know, for everybody to get a, a good message. You know, because uh-huh. it doesn't have to be like you said. It's 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 not a contest about you know how much I'm grieving or it's just when you suffer a loss in your life, um, yeah. you're going to grieve that loss, and you can Definitely. believe in God. You know, as yep. as we both do, and still, yep. you're human, and you miss that person. Right. And it may be selfish <laughs> of us. Uh, yep. you know, in one way, I think well, I'm being selfish because I know, you know, I know my loved one is in a much better place. But mm-hmm. um, it, you know, so then you you start feeling well, like okay, this isn't about me. He paid his dues. He lived his life. Yeah. And. God didn't mean for me to be with him because I've beaten myself up about that. I've had some guilt, you know. It's mm-hmm. three in the morning. We all. And you know, my sister, yeah. um, she's like, God didn't mean for you to be there. You know, he was pointing that, at the ceiling probably happens. because, yeah. So I went through you know, the same thing. The day Mark died, I went down and got breakfast, and I came back, and he took his last breath. So I, wow. I never wanted to eat again after that. Right. You know, yeah. he had been in a coma that last week, and it was not good. And I had to eat. I was on the verge of pneumonia. They kept trying to send me home, which they did a couple of times because I was so sick. Because on top of children with cystic fibrosis, it's not a pity party, but I have multiple sclerosis. So my health isn't good. So I was a sick person taking care of um, – actually, my husband and son died nine months apart. So I was uh, a sick woman taking care of two chronically sick people at the same time. It was difficult. Wow. It was difficult. But yeah. I've learned a lot from it. I watched them both rally. I've watched – both of them, prior to their death, have uh, communication with my late daughter. Mark, ha- my daughter, came to him three times before he passed, and uh-huh. he didn't make stuff up. Mark said it like it was. Well, you can see it in his face. He said it like it was, like his mom. 
my husband definitely he thought I was nuts. You know, he knew I had something, but he he relayed a message to me one night um, a few months before he went into his coma and told me our daughter was there and he was about ready to fall out of his chair because he was very sick. And he looked up and he heard dad and she pushed him back into the chair. So my daughter came to both my late husband and my son. So wow. that was very real. They weren't on anything to hallucinate. They were still with it at that point. So, and my son was actually crying hysterically. Um, he wouldn't tell me. Two, two of the times he wouldn't tell me about, but the third time he did, which was on my husband's birthday, a month and a day before Mark died. He did tell me what happened. Um, I had to rush down to the hospital. Uh, usually I stay with him, but I was sick, and they made me go home, but I had to rush back down. And he relayed what happened. And so it made me a firm believer, because at that point I hadn't come out. I've only been out two years about my psychic ability to the public. Mm-hmm. A lot of my friends knew I had something. I didn't even know for years. I thought I was nuts. <laughs> I was scared. I thought I was crazy. I thought it was evil. My dad worked for the Episcopal Church for 50 years. You don't do these things. But thanks to uh, my one of my other co-hosts that comes on, Kevin Chappelle, who wrote the book, uh, Truths About Psychics and Spiritual Gifts. You can get his book on Amazon, too. And he's got a second book out called Melanie. It's about his friend who passed. Now, uh, she was a psychic, and how we met is in this book. Uh, he writes a chapter on me. And uh, both books are on Amazon, too, and I always give Kevin a plug because his books are amazing, not only to the general population, but to other people who doubt their gifts or or feel that they're evil. So I highly recommend both books to them, okay? Right, yeah. So um, we have some people on chat. I see, hi, Judith. Um, One of my friends I met through Kevin's group. Kevin has a group, you know, for, you know, people with spiritual gifts. Uh, She just came on. A couple other people I don't know. Judith's typing. And, um, you know, if we want to um, maybe talk a little bit about the griefs, I sent you an article. I, I, I'm very free spirit, so I don't really do a script. When I, when I have people like Mark Ireland, who's famous, and, uh, Mar- um, what, what's, oh my gosh, uh, Mark Anthony, too, right, uh, um, came on my show. And, uh, yeah, yeah, he's pretty, he's pretty well, I mean, you're very aware of Mark Anthony. Um, I think you, you you kind of promote him yourself, right? Have you met oh, Mark yeah. Anthony? Or? Mm-hmm. No, no. And I'm not talking J-Lo. I'm not talking J-Lo's Mark Anthony. Mark Anthony <laughs> is a psychic lawyer. He's been on shows like 2020, many radio programs, uh, uh, ABC, and he was a guest on my show, and it was I waited forever to get him on. You want to talk electrical problems? <laughs> I was so embarrassed. Oh, wow. We the whole show. I had to cut it out after an hour because the whole show was full of electrical mishaps, and I was really uh, dingings and 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 go, voices going in and out. It was it was horrible, horrible. But my niece was my uh, co-host at the time. She's also uh, intuitive and does uh, automatic writing. So you had when I have, usually have more than one psychic on the show, we get crazy stuff going on. You know, right. um, like the night with Sonny and 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 um, um, Christine, Christine uh, Dominiac from Ask the Angels. Uh, yeah, right. so, but anyhow, there are, um, I sent you a little bit of the thing about um, the holidays, and that's what my show is about tonight, and then we'll be taking some calls if you'd like. Um, I have somebody right now, let's say, uh, let's see, I don't know what this is about. What the heck is this about? Well, okay, somebody just sent me there's money at the state capitol or something for me, but it's a, I've already checked into it, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a friend of mine. <laughs> yeah. uh, I wish I could use it. You know, uh, send the money. <laughs> so, yeah. 
But anyhow, well, I'm going to read Mark, Mark Anthony. Uh, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Read it. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Continue. Continue. We get to where. No, no. The psychic lawyer. Um, mm-hmm. I just read about him, and I'm thinking maybe this guy could help me with all the legal problems that I have because. It, you know that may be an idea. He he's very um, hard to get a hold of, even getting him on my show. But yeah. I do have a, a kind of a mutual friend who's a friend of mine. So mm-hmm. maybe I'll run that by her. But we'll talk about that uh, personally. You know. Yeah. Um, but mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to read some of this stuff. Um, the uh, because the holidays are tough for all of us. Uh, the least we can do is share some of our tips and tricks with one another to make the season just a, a little more tolerable. So, number one, acknowledge that the holidays will be different and they will be tough. Number two, decide which traditions you want to keep. Deci- uh, number three, decide which traditions you want to change. Number four, create a new tradition in memory of your loved one, like I do the toy drive. Number five, decide where you want to spend the holidays. You may want to switch up the location or you may be of comfort to keep it the same. Either way, make a conscious decision about the location. Number six, plan ahead and communicate with the people you will spend the holiday with in advance to make sure everyone is in agreement about traditions and plans. Number seven, remember that not everyone will be grieving the same way you are grieving. Number eight, remember that the way others will want you to spend the holiday may not match how you want to spend the holiday or how you feel. Because I'll tell you, I have people that do invite me for the holidays, and it for years it's been very hard for me to go to a friend's house, and they're, I think it's wonderful they have all their kids, but they're not mine. And it's hard right. for me to watch the interactions. I have to be honest about it. It still is, okay? Yeah. Uh, number nine, put out a memory stocking, a memory box, or other special place where you and others can write down memories you treasure. Pick a time to read them together. Number 10, this is something I'll be doing in a couple of weeks uh, with um, through the Compassion of Friends of the USA, America, or whatever. Uh, light a candle in their home in memory of the person you've lost. I do that a lot anyhow. But yeah, I do invite I people who have lost children, and I don't take anybody's grief away. I just want to say whether you've lost a sibling, a spouse, uh, uh, a child, grief hurts no matter what. I don't take that away from anyone. I just say that grieving a child is different. It's a different type of grief. All right, I just want to clarify that with people. I don't want them to think I'm thinking I'm better or, you know, look at me, you know. I had a woman, a uh, short story before I read some more of this. A woman come on one of my grieving sites that I run, and um, our children have died of all causes. I don't just, you know, cater to people that have died of cystic fibrosis, suicide, drug overdose. I've lost a lot. In the past less than three years, I've lost two nephews also, young nephews, 28 and 32, to drug overdoses. So we've lost four young people in the family now. Mm-hmm. And um, so I, this woman got on and said, suicide is the worst death it is for child loss. Like, not, nobody else counted. Don't ever do that to anybody. I catered to everyone who's lost a child no matter what. I went through 38 years between my daughter's birth and my son's birth, pills and IVs and TPN and hospitalizations. That was a pretty bad death, <laughs> you know, watching this over the years. So don't – and whether it's sudden, whether it's long-term, we all have our story. Don't ever put your child above another one's uh, feelings, okay? That's right. not right. Yeah. And I want to really clarify that. Okay, number 11, include one of your loved one's favorite dishes in your holiday meal. Number 12, be honest. Tell people what you do want to do for the holidays and what you don't. Number 13, make a donation to a charity that was important to your loved one in their name. I do things like this. Number 14, buy a gift you would have given to your loved one and donate to a local charity. I also do this. And I tell you, it it is very healing. 
I never thought I could celebrate a holiday again without my kids. But when I go to the hospital, I don't really have the interaction with the kids. It's just knowing that they're in the place where my kids were a few years back, and I remember the puppy dog eyes with my kids. I remember the tears. And Mark's last Christmas, he was in the hospital. He went in the 23rd of December and never came home again. He died February 2nd. And I brought all Christmas decorations. He goes, take them home. I don't, want, I don't care. I just don't care anymore. It's hard. Mm-hmm. It's really, oh, yeah. really hard. And it's heartbreaking. So I just want to light up some other child. I can't do for my kids, but in their honor and memories, I will do this. Okay? Right. Um, number 14, buy a gift you would have given your loved one and donated to a charity. We said that. Number 15, if you're feeling really ambitious, adopt a family in memory of your loved one. This can often be done through a church, Salvation Army, or Goodwill. Number 16, see a counselor. Maybe you've been putting it off. And I know a few people that really could use counseling. The holidays are especially tough, so this may be time to talk to someone. We have to realize, too, There, I've come into some situations, I don't mention names or whatever, where I've tried to help people through grief, uh, being that I've, I didn't read this in a book. I've lived it twice, okay? Mm-hmm. And some people you can't help. Um, if they're suicidal, direct them to the suicide hotline. There is a suicide hotline I'm going to talk to. I'm not qualified for that. I'm not a doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, if you feel that you can't do it, help them anymore, you have to let them go. I've had to do that with a couple people um, because it was affecting my own health, uh, my own, you know, my own uh, mental health, my own physical health. Um, sometimes you have to let it go and let the professionals take over. Some people, I'm not an advocate of medications because I don't do it, um, but I don't put it down. If you need it, get it. Get right. something to help you through this, please, please. So, um, you know, that's what I have to say to people. Well, there's, um, a, there's a big thing of uh, people go through depression after the, the loss of a loved one. Right. And it, it, there's normal depression, and there's abnormal depression, I call it. Um, right. If you have thoughts of harming yourself, if you hurt so bad that you don't want to go on, and you can, you don't think there's a reason to go on, you mm-hmm. have to tell yourself, if God wanted you, he would take you. Exactly. That's what I've had to tell exactly. myself. I, I, yep. I'm still living, and God still mm-hmm. has work for me to do. I don't know what that is. Amen. I don't have all the answers. Yep. But if he if he wanted me, if it was my time, he would take me. Right. But if you feel right. suicidal, you you, should, you know we all get depressed and miss mm-hmm. our loved ones, and we're all hurting in our hearts after right. they've gone. But right. that's a big but. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And they seem to be in. I watched the American Don't be talking Musical about me like that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> we joke, too. Talking about big butts. I'm thinking women are having butt implants done these days or something. Just, oh, who's got the they can come get some of mine. I'll sell it. I can use the money, okay? Because, baby, I got so much junk in my trunk, I look like I'm going on vacation, okay? <laughs> you got to keep a sense of humor. But yes. give yourself permission to feel joy again. I, I watch America's mm-hmm. Funniest Home Videos, and it's sort of like, I need, right. I need to laugh. I recognize that I need, I must need to I laugh. I watch my neighbors. I don't need the home videos. I watch my neighbors. Well, <laughs> I'm just joking. You have no but idea. you kind of have to give yourself <laughs> no permission. Uh, mm-hmm. the, first, the first time I ever had to pass where I found my Sally girl, and she was a highway right. rescue. Right. I was all, I cried, you know, I was going off to a doctor's appointment, and I, I cried. 
And then right. on the way home, I, I told myself, now, you're going to pass this place periodically where you found her. Are you going to cry each mm-hmm. time? Are you going to fall apart? You're driving. You're behind the wheel of a vehicle. You can't exactly. cry too hard. Yep. But so yep. on the way home, I was like, okay, now, you can spin this the other way, Marsha. You can be grateful. Because I found her in 2006. She died in 2015. Right. Okay, so... Or you can just you can decide to be sad. Yes, you miss her, or you mm-hmm. can say, "Oh, I was so blessed with the time that I had with her," and that's how I feel. Yep. You well, you know, it's, it's kind of by, I, ironic you said that because my nephews that passed one was my middle brother's son who just passed a year ago in September to a drug overdose, and my niece who was like a sister were not very far apart in age. Her son died; it'll be three years ago, December. Well, my brother finally learned how to use Facebook a couple weeks ago. (laughs) So I saw a lot of um, depressing things he was putting. So I decided, and you know I'm a poet. Uh, I have a poetry book coming out. This is what I wrote to my brother last night. And I made a picture of his late son. He has another live son. And his wife wife died three months to the day of Mark, my son. Uh, Coming back from her brother-in-law, her sister's husband's funeral, she died in the car. So my brother had her poor sister who only had, you know, the one sister and her husband. She lost her sister and her husband within two days of each other. So I wrote this poem last night for my brother, maybe even today. No, last night. It's called, just what you were saying. It's called, If Heaven Could Talk, What Would the Our Angels Say? So I'm going to read this to you real quickly. I made this picture for my my brother Bob tonight to give you peace in the darkest hour of your life. His son Ben and wife Sue now in their heavenly flight. They have both gone to God and it's in his internal light. If they could speak, I think that they would probably say, please don't cry. We are still close, just in a different way. Love is forever and never to be forgotten. Jesus showed us, showed us so, God's son, the one and only begotten. Yes, we know it's hard to go on without us here. So cherish the memories which holds us near. We love you always. No one can take that from you. So think of that when you're feeling blue. One day we will be together once again, forever and ever in a world without end. We know the holidays are the hardest time of year. Just look at our pictures and smile and be of good cheer. Heaven is so beautiful. You just wait and see. One day we will be together again. Yes, us three. With all the other others that have gone away in our family. God has a plan for all of us when we come to this earth. When our job is done here, we will experience a new birth. We know it's hard for women and men to understand. One day the answers will be revealed of God's perfect plan. They would want us to enjoy each and every day. As you see, my brother, they are only a heartbeat away. Aww, so I wrote this for so him good. last night. You know, Aww, I, I don't pretend to be, uh, you know, this wonderful poet. I'm not. But I write from my heart, and I write from you my soul. Yeah, and and it, it sometimes it sounds like, oh, she sounds like she's in kindergarten. No, it's who I am. I'm real. It's a real deal poem, you know? I'm the real deal poet. Right. But, you know, and it is what it is. And, you know, that's why I do what I do, um, hopefully to help people through things. And I inspired sometimes by somebody that's grieving or a family member and it just strikes me. Sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night and have a dream and I'm like, I gotta write a poem. So that's what yeah. I do, you know. But yeah. I feel like God has given me um this job to heal others because like I said, I'm not, you know, 
uh, I don't have a psych, psycho, yeah, psychology degree, you know, or anything like that. But I feel that when people have experienced life's uh, lessons and are the same as yours and survive it, you have to take uh, here I go with my lemons to lemonades and make it sweet. It, there's nothing sweet about grief or or, or loss or, or losing a child. But we have to find purpose. Life is about purpose. Our children, uh, Larry, your your husband, their um their job was done. Our job is like you said, it's not done yet. So um, actually, Judith is writing on my thing right now. She says everyone's journey is different, and no two are the same, which we know. There's no right or wrong way to get through it. It's personal, and your process is just as important as the next person. This is true. We all, you know, I can read you the sixty four signs of or how to get through the holidays this is just an outline okay um we all well, have to experience grief. what oh yeah actually Anybody you know if you go if you go to my event page for the event tonight uh you can click it on and read it um you know some of my listeners don't do facebook so oh, that's okay. why I, I do I do stuff like this. Right. But yeah. it's just a, you know I, I'm not going to read all 64 right now. Um, we do have a caller um, from your area, so I assume it's someone you know. So let's take the caller and see what they have to say. Okay. Okay. When I there's, there's a five to ten second delay, people, please don't say anything till I come on and ask you what your I just want your first name, and what part of the country or world you're from because we are worldwide. Okay. So give me a minute. I'm going to click you on. And we're going to find out who it is. Hello, caller. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Who am I speaking with? I'm uh, actually Marcia's sister, Karen. I had a feeling. Hi, Karen. I'm Peg. How are you? <laughs> Hi. Nice to meet you, Peg. I'm doing all right. Yeah. You, you sound like her. You sound, I had a feeling it was you because you said you might be calling in. <laughs> Karen, right. are you also from um, Indiana? Yes. Okay, yes, we I don't am. tell towns or street addresses. We just tell the part of the country you're from. Right, uh, Karen, right. is there anything you would like to contribute to the show or ask questions? or um, well, How can we oh, help I you tonight? Just, oh, I was just listening and um, enjoyed. I, I called in last time and listened and uh, enjoyed the program. And, Thank um, you. I, oh, and I loved your poem. That was very nice. Thank um, you. Oh, your check for the mail, by the way. No, I'm kidding. I tell I tell people that when they say they like me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> okay. Um, I was just gonna add a little bit. Uh, back in uh, 1987, we lost our mother, and uh, she right. died from a gunshot. Right. I'm sure Marshall told you. Um, right. But there's a the Walmart. The closest Walmart to here is 10 miles away from us, and we have to drive right past the house where it happened. And. Oh, gosh. Um, I would drive past there right after it happened, you know, after she was gone and, and buried and everything, and, and uh, it would just make you want to cry. And mm-hmm. one day I drove by there on the way to Seymour, where the, you know, the stores are, and I looked over at the house, and it's like a light bulb went off in my head. It's like, okay, this, I should not be sad. This is where my mother went to heaven from. Exactly. And Exactly, and ever since I had that thought, I could drive by there, and it didn't bother me anymore because I know my mom's in heaven, and I know that that's where she went to heaven from. Amen. So, Amen. Exactly. Exactly. 
Yeah, yeah your yeah. sister and I have talked a little bit about it, too, because I know there were some questions, and I don't know if you want to discuss it on the show, but we could do it personally. I kind of mm-hmm. read, read, I've given Marcia some readings, right, Marcia? Yes, and yes. Uh, we can discuss it at some point if you'd like, you know, personally, if you, oh, you, know, okay. you want to talk about it, you know, because uh-huh. I don't know what what people want to, you know, divulge on the show or, you know, let people know about, okay? Right, right. Um, yeah, I, I kind of did the same thing. Um, my daughter died on Mother's Day, uh, 2002. Wow. She had four seven-year-old uh, children. They were playing. Um, her son helped her too. He couldn't get her into her bed. Got her into my granddaughter's bed, and I was cooking dinner to bring up to her. And her mother-in-law went there first and found her dead in the bed. She died while the children oh were playing my. on the floor. Oh so it was bad enough to lose my one and only, my oldest child, my only daughter, because I've lost mm-hmm. my youngest son also since. And uh, but to oh. lose, I felt like it was a god smack on Mother's Day. My God. Mm-hmm. This is not right. <laughs> and then right. she has a four and seven year old. I mean, come on. And wow. but you know what? I turned the lemons into lemonade saying she was a phenomenal mom. She taught me to be a better mother. My daughter was really good, you know. She was a spitfire, don't get me wrong, she wasn't perfect. She was a hell racer. But and I'm honest about it. But she was a phenomenal mother and to 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 be the type of mother she was with what she had to deal with with her illness. And take right. care of two, and they, these were her own children. They weren't adopted. She was very uh, back then, very unusual for anybody would see up to get birth. Their children are healthy; they don't have the disease. They are carriers uh, because she had it. Um, uh-huh. They could have children with it too if they marry a carrier. So they have to watch when they're they're twenty one and going to be eighteen next month now. So wow. they're older now, and uh, uh-huh. so they know the odds of what can happen and what have you, and the tests are available now where they weren't before. There was no test right. when my kids were diagnosed until once wow. they got diagnosed. You know, you knew you were a carrier. Uh-huh. So we've come a long way, baby, since then, you know. Yeah, well, and I wanted so, to interject here really fast mm-hmm. that um, Karen has been my rock. Um, she she, she talks very highly she, of you, Karen. Oh, that's very sweet. (laughs) She's been my rock. She's, you know, when I go beat myself up or start feeling guilty about not having been, you know, bedside when Larry slipped away, um, she's like, God didn't mean for you to be, Marcia. It happened the way God wanted it to happen. That's wonderful. She's helped me Family support is so important. Yeah, oh, it is. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Well, I'll tell you, I, I, um,. I felt the same way. I was at Mark's bedside, but Meg died at home, and I was oblivious to what was going on that day. The next day, actually, after Mother's Day, my sister and I planned on taking her into the city to get evaluated for a double lung transplant. We finally kind of talked her into it, where she could have possibly lived, but she didn't make it. And I went through the same thing. Should I stay at the house? Because she had begged me when I brought her home from the hospital two weeks before, stay mom, but I didn't want her and her husband fighting. We didn't. I didn't get along with him very well, and I can do this. Well, I said, should I stay? Would I stay? No, it was her time. No matter what, it's her time. And yeah. like you said, Karen, driving past the house, it took me six months to drive past my daughter's house where she died. Wow. And if you – here we go with my book again. I have a story about that, and that's where Christine Dominiac comes in because she read my book, and it, there was a correlation of the synchronicity there. Um the night my daughter died, I was, of course, beside myself. And then I have to deal with her brother, who was 16 years younger, with the same illness and losing a sister who was like a second mom. There was a lot to deal with, uh, two young grandchildren. Right. What are we going to do? It was a lot going on. Plus, hurting myself. It's Mother's Day. My God. So everybody went to bed. And uh, um, 
uh, I sat up and I things started happening, signs and whatever. But I wrote a poem for my daughter that night called My Special Angel. Well, if you read my books, the, finally when I had to drive by her house three times, you know, I would have the kids brought to me. I didn't want to go to the house, okay? Um, the, the three times I passed her house six months later after she died, every time I went by her house, that song, My Special Angel, came on the radio. Wow. And that's an old Bobby Helms song back from the 50s. For, what yeah, are the chances that. of that happening? Well, if you read the book, like I said, I'm not pushing it, but it's all about, I'm not all about that, about the signs. Uh, I even got a last hug from her, which is, my book is called Rainbows, Butterflies, and One Last Hug. That was a powerhouse. That's when I knew it was real. Uh, not her directly, but through somebody else. It was crazy. It was insane. I'm not going to give all the details over the show, but it was unbelievable. Right. So wow. it brought me out to the, the my purpose, my, my plan, my blueprint that God had for me to continue on, because I'm going to tell you, and I think I spoke about this on many shows in the last show, I was on suicide. They had me on suicide watch, because I kept saying to everyone, if I lose another one, this is it, I ain't doing this again. I was being selfish, because I do have two other children. Um, I don't see one hardly at all, but one lives at home still, my second youngest son, who's, you know, was old, is older than Mark. And I'm thinking I could. I, it stopped me from doing it, knowing that I couldn't put this kid through. He had already lost in nine months his brother, father, and grandfather within nine months of each other. Wow. Three generations and many others, you know, cousins and two cousins and aunts and uncles and grandparents and whatever, whatever. And that stopped me. But for five weeks they had me on suicide watch because I said I couldn't do it, you know. Wow. But then I realized that I had to find. And this is what I'm going to tell you, especially for the holidays, everyone, and which the show, what the show's about. To find purpose. We need to find purpose. Whether it'll be a holiday toy drive like I do to help other kids in their memories or uh, a statue or feeding the hungry. If you don't want to celebrate that first Thanksgiving at home or you're alone, go to a a homeless shelter and feed the hungry. You don't have to pay for the stuff. You just be on the serving lines. Right. It does. I'm telling you, it's healed. It's. I'm never going to be healed. You're not going to be healed. No one is ever healed with grief. Right. But it gives you a sense of well-being again. It gives you a sense of purpose, a sense of life, a sense of why. That's why we're still here, because life is to help each other. You know, um, I'm not on this radio show making money. I don't make a penny. I pay for my own show. Not a lot, but I do. This is my give back to others that have nowhere to go. Uh, people get tired of people complaining about their grieving process. Uh, not every family's like you, Karen. I've had people in my family like, shut the hell up, I can't. I don't want to hear it no more, or go away, leave me alone. Very close people that shouldn't do this to me, right. telling me get over it. You know, it's still all about Meghan Mark, I've been told. <laughs> no, I care about my other children. I care about my grandchildren. I care about my si- I still have uh, three of my six siblings, no, five or six of us, two passed, but... I still have other people in my life that I care about, you know. But you got to let everyone heal in their own way. Everyone has, like, you know, you got to. You have to. And we need to be supported. We're not – I did a thing a while back. Uh, It was started by another group, and then I got – I took – I was a fall guy. I got – you know, because I knew I'd fight for it. I'd fight for people's rights about Joel Osteen. Um, he came out with something in one of his books from years ago, and it was made public knowledge where about a grieving family, and he says that we're having a pity party. <laughs> well, needless to say, I'll never watch Joe Olstein again. Okay, not that you I was that big a fan, but I didn't like him. 
Yeah, I like mm-hmm. him too because he's always so uplifting. But <coughs> he has a motivational speaker. If you never speaker. lost a child, then then how can mm-hmm. you, you you can't make a statement like that? And, and no, and you know what? Even know. if you lost a child, it's not a pity party. It's not a pity no, party. It's, it's mourning process. Yeah. It's a mourning process, and I don't want to mention his name in my show because I'm not going to give that man any more credit. And there, there I do not watch layers. any more televangelisms. I, you know what? If you want to go to church, go. I'm spiritual. I love church too. Don't go as often as I should. But you know what? I don't need a direct uh, link. I have a direct link in my house to God too. You know, we if you pray and you talk to Him, you have a personal relationship with Him. It's nice to hear. You know, people in the pulpit. I, I love it. I, I feel refreshed coming out of church a lot of times, too. I like that still, you know. And um, unfortunately, my family's ran our church for close to 100 years. Our church closed its doors last July uh, because of funding. And so now I've lost a big part of my past, you know. Well, I didn't just Karen grow up there. I, I was there all the time. Karen, mm-hmm. I, Karen has Timmy. This is right. The, uh, Timmy's mom, Karen, my sister Karen. I no, I, I realize that. With a okay, December 7th um, birthday, right? Yep. Pardon me? Did, did you tell her what happened today? <laughs> no, I hadn't had a chance. Um, oh, okay. But, you you uh, can tell we her a little bit today. what happened if you'd like. Mm-hmm. Well, the electric was out. I couldn't make my coffee. Oh, and, oh yeah. <laughs> well, I think you did mention that a little bit earlier. Peggy and I got to talking on the phone, and we kept losing each other. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. I mean, CJ's phone yep. was working fine downstairs, and, and we just kept losing one another. And I thought, wait a minute. <laughs> wow. So yep. one phone was working yep. fine, but the, the call between you two kept going out. Right. Oh, my gosh. Well, what so, well, what happened was I was relating a story um how I started to do my show by one of my uh, son's friends that died um, that kind of brought me to the show. That kid that I didn't mm. even really know that was at my event and died a month later in a car accident. And wow. I was having um, lights going on and off. And my kids my kids do. Like, it's my son's birthday coming up. So last year he kept turning my washer on and off. I go in the kitchen, turn it off, he put it back on. I know it's him. <laughs> my phone yeah. calls itself. My TV goes on and off. Well, I was for, from the day this kid got in the accident, which I knew nothing about, until the day he died, which eventually led me to his girlfriend, who I didn't know, and his mother, and I read, gave them a reading long before my show, which led me to the show. I really knew. I said, i got to come out with my gift. Well, there was recently another death of a guy. Uh, we were talking about this kid. And I started telling Marsha a little bit about how I I have friends that read me because I don't read myself. I get signs, but I don't read me. Okay, mm-hmm. so what we do we exchange readings. My other medium friends. So we're talking a couple weeks ago, and this woman's telling me about my furnace. Now this kid that died, his father and him put my furnace in uh, about a year and a half ago, and then he died on my birthday this year, September seventh, and he. I found out his birthday was the day my daughter died, so there was a synchronicity there. And wow. he was friends with my son, but I don't. my son had hundreds of friends, so I didn't know everybody. So long and short of it was, I started to, to relate to Marsha about how I came to doing the show, about Timmy. I said, yeah, there was this kid, Timmy, and it was December 7th when he got in the act. She goes, oh, my God, because we were just talking about synchronicity. She goes, my nephew, Karen's son, is Timmy, and his birthday is December 7th. I was like, cha-ching, here we go again. (laughs) And then she came out. 
Tell her, did you tell her the part about the names of this kid's father and him that put my furnace in? They both came out within a minute of each other. You were talking about somebody else, and they well, were not I'm that common about names. Sally and Max. Mm-hmm. Um, this is yeah. Linda Fell's um, cat, Max, who is having problems. And yep. then there you went again. You said, oh, now i got to stop you, because I had to stop her earlier when she said Timmy yep. in December 7th. I said, that's scary. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know? so yeah, then because I, now I, she know. brought up Sal and Max. And the boy that just died uh, last uh, this September on my birthday, his name was Max. It's not a common name. And his father's name was Sal, which is also well. my mother's nickname, Sally. And my mother had come through the reading to bring me to give the message, to bring Max through to give the message to his father, which I just gave him a reading recently. And the guy that put my furnace in, he, you know, he's, he was not into this stuff because I had never heard of this stuff before. So I said, well, uh-huh. you listen to this. I, I had recorded it. I said, it, it was about me for once. Okay, this was supposed to be my <laughs> reading and your son came through. Nothing's ever about me. Everybody goes, oh, it's all about you. No, it's not. <laughs> well, it brought, it brought peace to the father. You know, oh, that's and the wonderful. son ended up having a message for him, and because I'm saying, you know, she's going. I got Sally, Sally. I said my mom's nickname. Her name is Sarah. Her nickname is Sally. She's talking about, you know, your heater and clean it. And I just put a new filter in the night before because you change a filter every every month, right? I right. said, no, it's fine. I just bought a brand new furnace a year ago. All right. And then she said something. I said, whoa, wait a minute, Sal. And then Max's name. I think Max's name came up. And my birth, I said, okay, here we go. I know what's going on here. <laughs> so when we're discussing this today, Marsha and I, and Sal, she's talking about Sally. I'm like, cha-ching, here we go again. And then in the next right. breath about the cat, Max, I said, and actually, I'm going to send this show to um, Sal, his father, and show that your boy is still bugging me. <laughs> <laughs> and the ironic, the ironic thing, which I want to tell you, Timmy, that brought me to the show, girlfriend was best friends with Max. I don't know if they dated, whether they were just best friends, but now she's lost her boyfriend, Timmy. And a year later, uh, a couple of years later, she's lost Max now. And that was the girl that I brought the message through when I was getting the light shows and the horn blowing. And the I'm sitting here one day, right? Literally, I have a touch lamp. It was going boom, 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 lighter, brighter. I'm not near it, right? It's across the room, and my TV's going on and off. I'm like, what the hell? And my cat Cheech is very like uh, he's a bum. He's a bum. He doesn't do anything. He tries to annoy people. He jumps up at this time on the top of his, not my lazy boy, his lazy boy, because that's where he sleeps now. I'm my lazy boy. And jumps up and he's looking all around the room. Well, that's it. That's what I should call him. And then on top of it, my horn, I have a brand new, um, I was also carrying a victim to Hurricane Sandy a year after my husband and son died. I lost everything I owned. Okay, I was almost lost my life that night and almost the life of a third child. Okay, we had to be rescued. And I'm living back in my place, but six months in a hotel, lost all my memories. Uh, I'm still living without a living room. I'm going to be moving shortly, so I'm not going to bother fixing the rest. So I've lived in half the house since then. Had repaired what I could, and FEMA helped so much, and that was it. It wasn't a lot. So I had to get a new vehicle because my my car went underwater. Okay? And... um, so uh, there was a point I'm going to try to make here. The horn but, went off um, and the cat jumped up. <laughs> well, that's it. This is it. So I had to get a new vehicle. FEMA did help with the, you know, the vehicle. And I, so brand new vehicle. I mean, not brand new. It had 11,000 miles on it. It was two years old, but brand new to me. 
And right. um, Toyota 4Runner, good car. Well, all of a sudden, I'm sitting here, and the lights show, and the TV, and the cat's getting goofy, and my horn starts blowing. I'm like, this is not funny. What the hell's going on here? And <laughs> I, you know what? I call it my EBGBs. I even get, I still get freaked out. I still get yeah. freaked out by all this stuff. And I say to right. God, why me? What makes me so darn special that, that I have this gift or, you know, because i got a big mouth and I tell people, <laughs> you know, what do they call it? The squeaky, the squeaky wheel gets the oil, right? Right, And right. it gets the job done. And I annoy people. I annoy myself sometimes, okay? <laughs> i got to tell you, Peg, i got to like, tell Peg, you, Larry's mother used to say that. Yeah. It, that, what? that that very quote, the squeaky wheel gets the oil. Mm-hmm. Well, that's true. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, definitely. Is that maybe another message coming through that I don't know? I I <laughs> took it that way. Yep. It was the I'm best kidding. Okay, one, okay. But I'll take it. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. I have somebody coming through, and nobody else on my call line is looking for a reading or on chat room as of thus far. I'm getting a Catherine. Catherine. Mm-hmm. A, is there a Catherine in either one of your lives, uh, mother-in-law, yes. aunt? Um, okay, who is it? Um, our grandmother had a little girl, and her name was Catherine. Oh, really? And and she passed? Yes, yes, she did at um, eight or nine months old. Really? Was it a sudden infant death, pneumonia? It was pneumonia, I believe, or bronchitis. Okay, I'm feeling pneumonia. I felt like a sudden infant death, but it was a pneumonia, more like like a pneumonia. They knew something. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, Catherine's here then. Catherine's here. Wow. So that would be your aunt, right? Uh, yes. Okay, and and that's your mother's mother. That's our dad's sister. That would have been our dad's sister. Oh, um, your dad's sister. So okay, mm-hmm. so that would be your cousin, your um, your dad's sister's child that died, right? So that would be oh, like a no, second cousin. No. Grandma, no, it was my the grandmother's baby. It would have been our father's sister. So it would have oh, your father's our sister. Aunt. Oh, so that would have been yeah. your aunt. Right. Okay. Right. So it was your aunt that died, the little girl, Catherine. Okay. Right. Wow. Right. Okay. Well, Catherine's here. Catherine's loud and clear. She's okay. She's huh. with everyone on the other side. She's with Larry. She's with Larry. Huh. Um, wow. Who ate Cheerios? Who, here we go. Here we go with my stupid things again. Cheerios. Who like Cheerios? Honey Nut Cheerios. What does that I get mean? them sometimes. Yeah, I get them sometimes too. I, I don't know. What well, we all. I mean, that's not uncommon. I mean, people eat Honey Nut Cheerios, but not everybody. Oh, you know right. what? The honey thing again. Here we go for you, um, Marsh. <laughs> honey, no, honey, honey, nut, honey, nut, honey, nut, honey, nut. That Well, no, the Honey Nut Cheerios. No, but I'm saying. But honey, honey is remember your nickname. Um, so, oh no, it was Sunny. What was it? Was it Honey or Sunny? Sunny. Karen, sunny. Okay, Karen so Honey nut. Karen get buys okay. honey for her allergies and drinks it in her coffee. Oh, okay. That's mm-hmm. where the honey. You're not a nut for doing right. that. That's what I'm getting. You're not a nut. <laughs> okay, so Catherine is showing this. Do, do, uh-huh. My readings are the weirdest. Friggin' readings you'll ever experience in your life. <laughs> okay, so honey nut, you're not nuts for doing the honey thing. That's where I, this okay. is where we do the puzzle together. Don't you love right. it? Okay, yeah, it's um, fun. It really is. Oh, it, it, I'm a pisser. <laughs> it just depends on girls. Okay, it depends. <laughs> I told Marcia that today. I said, "Put your depends on." I got something to tell you because you sure as hell got to do something in your pants. So. <laughs> 
Sorry, Howard Sternett. I'm graphic. So, <laughs> TMI, TMI. <laughs> um, okay, Catherine's here, and you never told me about Catherine. Um, <laughs> the honey nut, the honey thing is significant. Let's see what else they've got to tell me. Larry's over there laughing his ass. That guy is hysterical. Hysterical. Yeah. Larry's always laughing, always laughing, always laughing. Yeah, Larry is standing there right now. Now, I'm, I've got my eyes closed. I don't do this often, okay? I'm seeing him standing there with a lasso, doing the, like, you know when they capture the calves and they circle the, 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 the whip or whatever you call it, the lasso or whatever they call that? Yeah. yeah. What does that mean? Why would he be doing that? Um... I see him with like a whip thing going around in circles like he's going to capture a calf. Yeah, um, he and his brother used to play cowboys, and and they had their little cowboy suits, and I have pictures of Larry with the little lasso. Uh, Yeah. Oh, you do? I do. Okay, that's Larry then. Mm. Yeah, that was just the validation because while the kids were here, we got the old photo albums out and looked at, you know, him as a child, and yep. He's, that's, mm-hmm. That was just a validation right there. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm seeing, it wasn't like he was a farmhand. I was seeing him just, like, swirling this thing around like he was going to catch ca- get a calf. I'm like, what are you yeah. doing? Huh? What are you doing? Yeah, he was showing the pictures, the memories. Okay. Um, let's see what else I have here. Okay. You lucked out tonight, Karen, because we're a little slow, probably because of the holidays. I mean, there are people. Oh, well. Yeah. Right. Okay, so let's see what else we can do for you. All right. Um, hold on a minute. Who's got the candle burning right now? I'm smelling candle wax. Mm, I have well, one burning candles. Oh, I think we okay. both do. Yeah. Oh, you, you both burn candles. Okay. There, it's a specific one. It's like an amber, and I smell mint. What has mint got to do with it? Mint. Mint. Um, my husband gets on to me because I get these kind of sweet-smelling candles or ones I like, and he says, why don't you ever get the evergreen-type ones? And I'm like, yuck. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm seeing green, so I'm, I'm relating it to mint. Maybe it's a validation right. that your husband... Okay. Yeah, because I was seeing green, so I was assuming... I wasn't even thinking evergreen. I was thinking mint. Right, right. Um, it's definitely green. Okay. Yeah. Okay, now Larry's singing to me again. <laughs> Larry likes to sing. <laughs> He's a terrible singer. <laughs> and why he's singing this, I don't know if I ever brought this up to you, but I have brought this song up before. My Boy Lollipop Makes My Heart Go Giddy Up. Do you know that song for some reason? Now, he do you remember that song? To, I do. Okay. Uh, I don't remember who did it. It was a girl group, wasn't it? Okay, no, I, I remember the I remember the group myself, but I'm just saying, why would that? Why would Larry be singing that song? My boy lollipop makes my heart go giddy up, makes my heart on fire. My one desire. Uh, I love you. I love you. I love you so. Um, okay, I don't know what that means. Maybe a message he's trying to get to you. To you. Well, they used to run like the skating rink, and he was the DJ, and he could pick any song he liked. Did he ever play that, maybe? Probably. Probably. Okay. Yeah, he's laughing, so I think maybe he did. He's always laughing, always laughing. Yeah. Lady lady in red, you. Um, <laughs> you're dead. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> let's see. Um, let's see what else I'm getting. Um, does Timmy like to play with Hot Wheels 
or cars? He used Did to. He? Uh, yeah, when he was younger, he used to play with him with with his brother, with his younger brother. And um, Did he have an imaginary friend? Um, it's hard to say. Um, he, our our brother. Uh, I don't know if mm-hmm. I should say this online or not either, but I'll just go ahead. He go ahead. Uh, it's uncensored. Okay, he said the BS word in front of Timmy when Timmy was real little. Well, Timmy mm-hmm. thought that was the most hilarious thing he had ever heard. And to mm-hmm. this day, that is his most favorite word. He tries to perfect the word. He says it long, short, sideways, okay. round the bend, whatever way he can tell him to say it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, Marcia, um, did you see my little story the other day when um, I wrote about uh, a thing with my mom about the... And I'm going to say the word "old bitch." <laughs> he likes that mother. word too. <laughs> okay, well let me. I'll, I'll share a story I shared on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was. I, I'm doing a family tree for a couple of years now, trying to get go back uh-huh. as far as I can. I'm posting pictures on because I've lost everything. People send me pictures, okay, family right. members, and um, so this one picture came about, and it brought back a funny memory. I was not quite three, maybe two and a half, but I was very verbal. Go figure. Well, there was this lady in our neighborhood. I'm not going to say her real name, but um, there was a lady in the neighborhood, and my mom was raising six kids. There were twenty, almost 21 years between the oldest and youngest. Well, the same marriage, wow. right? So she had some coming in from work, babies in diapers. Plus, she was taking care of my niece and nephew who were babies, okay? So eight kids. So my mom was very busy, a domesticated goddess, you know? And she had no time for BS, like you said, that, that word. So this right. woman in the neighborhood, she was a, not really sickly, but a hypochondriac. She'd go to the doctor and get a new pill. And she couldn't wait to get it to come over and tell my mother, because like, like me, she listened to everybody. And even whether you wanted to or not, there are some that I don't want to listen to recently. <laughs> so, And she would drive my mother crazy. Now, my mother didn't curse, so I didn't think anything of it. My mother was talking to my father one night. And she says, I can't take the old bitch anymore. <laughs> now, I think it's the woman's name. <laughs> what do I know? <laughs> so now here we are. Mom's in the kitchen cooking, and this lady, uh, Emma, her first name was, old bitch. And I don't usually use the words either on my show. And I think that's her name. And my mother's yelling out from the kitchen. Of course, I let Emma in. And my mom goes, who is it? I said, Mom, it's the old bitch. It's here. <laughs> Now, out of the mouth of babes, I didn't know it wasn't her name. My parents did not. I'd never heard my father or they never took the Lord's name in vain. You know, once in a while, a little something would slip. But they they didn't use the bad words like he could many say, gosh, darn it or something. Oh, that's how my Uh, parents talked. Very respectable. I have to give them that. Something just struck me today. And you bringing that up, Peg. Okay, we okay. had a courier delivery service in South Florida for a number of years. Right. And we had radios, two-way radios, and we had A channel and B channel. Mm-hmm. And Larry right. and I had gone to a sales meeting uh, trying to pick up a new client. And mm-hmm. Jamie came over the radio. And now Larry's, Larry's thinking we're on channel B, which is private. Right. And um, he's talking to Larry and letting him know, well, you know, Plantation Hospital just called to have a staff pickup. And right. Larry, I knew we were on the wrong channel, and I'm trying to tell him, but he's not listening. And he said, give it to stupid Steve. 
And it went right. out on A Channel. And oh, no. the next thing you know, I, I'm like, but we're, we're, no. And next thing you hear is, stupid Steve here. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so, oh, my God. It was funny. And I don't know why today I thought about that and just cracked up. <laughs> it's isn't it funny? Yeah. Like you know, you gotta watch what you say, especially now with the internet and 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 stuff. Uh, you really, we all slip with things. You know, none of us are perfect. You know, but you were a kid. But I mean, you thought that that was her name, the old bitch. <laughs> I thought her name was old bitch. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know. I well, you had to see my mother's jaw drop, and the woman just looked at my mother. Like, and then, of course, my mother would tell me, Peggy, go wash your hands. That that, that was her thing every time, because I would come out with stuff. I have another cute story. My oldest brother was 18 years older than me. Was um, I was about the same age, because he got married when I was four, okay? And um, he was he got engaged, and he bought his girlfriend a stereo and for Christmas. And, of course, you shouldn't say anything in front of Peggy Big Mouth, Blabbermouth here. I didn't know, because I was a very innocent kid. She was in the door two minutes, and I had to tell her what my brother bought her. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. So it was like it was Peggy, go wash your hands. Go upstairs, wash your face. I was always, I was, I spent a lot of time washing my face. <laughs> you know, it's it strange. You want to say? You know what's really strange? All right, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, that you brought Catherine through. Really? And here's here's why. Okay. Because. Our grandmother had lost a daughter when Karen was born. She wouldn't have mm-hmm. anything to do with Karen because she'd lost really? her daughter. She, yeah, right. Um, in fact, they named me Karen because of, it's a derivative of Catherine. Really? Wow. Yeah, she wouldn't have anything to do with me for a whole year. She wouldn't uh, hold me. She wouldn't buy me anything until after I was a year old because she was scared that she was going to lose me too. Oh my goodness! And she said, "Wow, that I'm just like." That I looked just like Catherine did. Really? So for Catherine to come through while Karen's on the phone. See, we actually never got to meet Catherine. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Well, that's probably her letting you know that everything is, you know, okay. You know, I always, you know, don't feel bad because I, Marcia and I talk here and there, you know, and that name never came up or you never relayed the story to me about losing your aunt at nine months or whatever she was. And it was big as day. And a lot of times I'll say somebody with a C or I see somebody with an L or I'm a little off, but I very specifically heard Catherine. So that was, that was healing for you, Karen. Right. So well, I'm a psychic. Hey, guess what, Karen? I'm a psychic. There you go. <laughs> people, people make. I have. I've had people that know me, and I've come out, and they think I'm nuts, or they like to make oh. fun of me. They're like, "Oh, let me look into my crystal ball. It tells me you're full of, you know what? Or I don't oh, look at crystal gosh. balls, my girlfriend. Okay. Or they. Right. Or I'm. What's one of the other things recently? Um. Oh, I'm. Um. Um. What, what was the other thing I was telling you today, Marcia? I was. Um. Um. Oh, I'm a scammer. How do you scam something oh. when you don't get any money? I, I have never charged for reading. I have a site that I was, I've been pushed to charge. I've yet to charge. I swear on the Holy Bible, as God is my judge, mm-hmm. I've never charged a penny to anybody. Right. Uh, my toy drives, we get toys. I don't get money. Somebody did send a check once for 50 bucks. I went out and bought somebody a toy, but that's the only money I ever got. And I've told wow. people, don't send money. So where? how am I scamming people? And I pay for my show. I'm not making money doing this. I'm well, paying still on my books. 
you know? Yeah, you can't, you can't scam someone if you're not taking money from them. Or, you the know. ironic thing, and I'm going to bring it up on the show, the person who said this about me 20 years ago uh, when I had my business and I had been in a car accident, I got a lot of money. After, uh, I was hurt pretty badly. Uh, a girl hit me, uh, you know, went through a red light. And, of course, me, I don't keep – I help people. Well, she was with this guy, and he borrowed me. He's telling me, oh, um, uh, you know, don't let people take you for a ride. But next thing you know, a week later, he's asking me for money for down payment on a car, for a car. Uh, actually, I bought a car. Wow. I'll pay you wow. 50 bucks a week. I never got a penny back. So who got, who's the scammer here? So exactly. the old saying, takes one to know one, but I ain't one. So let them right. talk. I really don't care. You know, grow up. You know, that's the way right. I feel. That if your life is so wonderful, oh, you wouldn't be please. picking on other people. Exactly. You know? I've, I've got Tim here. If, if if you wouldn't mind, he wants to say hi. Who is that, Tim? Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. say hi. Why? Hi, Tim. Hi, hi Tim. Tim. How are you? Me. Hi, Tim. Good. Okay, go read your books. I love you. Happy Thanksgiving, Tim. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye. Don't eat too much turkey. God bless you. (laughs) Aw, how sweet. He kept it short and sweet. (laughs) Aw, that's cute. Go read your books. He loves magazines, Peg, especially with women. Yeah. Wow. You go read your books now. Yeah, that's his, his. He's got a room full of books, and he loves his books, and he's a night. You gotta get him my book. <laughs> Let him read my book. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I, I feel, and I, I've said this before, and I know it's a fact that most people that you know, I know, Tim has cerebral palsy, um, and um, they're they have other gifts, and I feel that Tim may oh, have yeah. a gift. He I do. I gifts. really feel. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, I feel he, that. Um, I feel that with him. When. Um, I can watch how he acts around people and tell a lot about a person. And uh, when he was, uh huh. And when he was younger, um, I we had a VCR and we had a bunch of movies. And um, he was sitting Mm -hmm. in by the TV. I said he wanted to watch a movie, and I said, Tim, I have Mm -hmm. to go to the other room to find you a movie to watch. So I went to the other room to find him a movie, and I found the the movie and came back up, and he had the box to the very movie I had went in the other room and got. Wow. Wow. <laughs> right. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, they are very gifted people with um any kind of um uh young very young children have a gift. Mm-hmm. All of them. I'm sorry. Right. There is no imaginary friends. I also write about that in my books. Um my kids had unusual ones with names like uh, Meg's was Aunt Gretchen. Who the hell is Aunt mm-hmm. Gretchen? Uh, Donnie, my son Zeke, Danny had Anne Marie, the normal name, and uh, Mark had Jim and Frank, which I'm writing about now in his book, Racing On Is In Heaven. Jim and Frank were there right before he went into the coma. I know it for a reason. So uh, they were his. Uh, they were his. They, that's the guardian angels. They they come in because they're so close still to that side coming in, and that's right. their guardian. Angels. There is no imaginary friends. They are real. That's your guardian yeah, angels. Right. So anytime you hear somebody that are is mentally or physically handicapped um talking to somebody or they they do have special gifts. God God may take I'm not even saying God does it. Um I believe that when you have certain things taken away in life you're given other gifts, you know? Exactly. And I truly believe exactly. Tim has a gift. I feel and I've done this before, I've I feel that he has a gift. He has a gift. Right. You know, it's strange I, I, I think too. he does too. Our grandmother lost another child, a boy mm-hmm. child. You know what his really? name was? Donald. Yep. 
That's that's my husband's name. Oh, I'm sorry. You were asking her, not me, weren't you? That's fine. I'm sorry. I, I no, 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 no. That's okay. No, I'm, when, I'm saying here's the synchronicity again. My, yeah. No, but I have I have a Danny and a Donnie. My son in well, Carolina. Uh, my son in Carolina is Donald. My son at home is Daniel. And uh, I, my husband, my late husband's name was Donald. Yep. Huh. Yep. Yep. So there's another synchronicity. Mm, I know right. it's you know it's a pretty common name, but it just you know not everybody has a Donald. You know. Yeah, that's true. Um, we also have a cousin named Donald. Oh, gee, I have a cousin named Donald also. Wow. Uh-huh. Wow. That's crazy. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think. You know, I have another caller here that wants to ask a question. Um, Karen, would you like to stay with us, stay on the line with us, and contribute um, to the show? Well, I can just um, – I really kind of have to go. Tim's in the bathroom, and uh, he kind of needs my help. But um, it's been wonderful okay. talking with you. <laughs> Karen, God bless, and I'm you. glad that I was able to give you a healing message uh, about yeah, Catherine. Yeah, that was – that was very sweet. Yeah, I'm because I've never, even though I talked to Marsha, I never knew about Catherine. I, and why, like like Marsha said, Marsha, 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 <laughs> Brady. <laughs> um, I always do that to her. Like Marsha said, it's kind of funny that I would bring Catherine through while exactly. you're on the show, being that it related to you. Okay, so right, that's right. your healing. That's your Thanksgiving uh, message. Okay. Well, thank you very Everything much. Everything is fine. God bless. God bless you too, Karen. Nice you. having you on. I'll talk to you later. Okay, have a good night. Uh, the show is archived too. The show is our archives. You can go back and listen to it anytime. Okay. Okay. God great. bless, honey. Good night. Bye bye. Okay. Okay. I'm going to bring on another caller. And see how they okay. want to contribute. Um, it's an area code 402. Give me a few minutes. as a five to ten second delay. And I'd like to get your first name and what part of the country or world you're from. Hello, caller, Hi. 402. What's your first name? Hi, it's Sharon. Hi, Sharon. And where are you from, Sharon? Your state? Um, I'm in Nebraska. Hi, Sharon. Have you ever called into the show before? I feel like I know you. Oh, no, I haven't. Um, I just saw you were talking about child loss. Yeah. And the holidays, and I've lost my son. And Oh, oh gosh. Was, uh, was it very recent? Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that, Sharon. You know, I've, I've lost a son and daughter, so I can really relate yeah. to you. I'm so sorry. Um, um, that's okay. I'm very sorry, happen. too. Yes, really. How cool. can we help you tonight? Have you, you know, um, was, was it a recent loss, Sharon? You know, um, as you know, being a mother, that's kind of a... Um, the worst thing that can happen. That question... <laughs> Yeah, you know, I mean, it can sometimes feel like yesterday, um, mm-hmm. but it's been 11 years. Okay. And well, I lost my daughter 13 years I... ago, Mother's Day, so and my son four years oh. ago. So I, 13 years is just as raw as four years ago. So right. I, you never get over it. It, it you get different. No. You go on living, but it doesn't matter how long it's been. Um, are, have you ever right. gotten read before? Have you ever been to an intuitive medium? Um, have I ever been to one? I have, mm-hmm. yes, I have called. You know, and funny, it was funny because, you know, shortly after he died, um, I remember the medium telling me, you're not ready to hear this, you know. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it took me a while to understand that, but I, I do. I understood what she meant. Meaning was I was your I son, um, can I ask you a question? Was your son a suicide or accident? It was murder. Or drug overdose. That was 
Oh, okay. I, no. I felt it wasn't a um, an illness, so I felt it was something in that category. Okay. Right. Um, let me it see was... if I can pick up anything, if you want, honey. And like I said, don't oh, I feed me anything. That. I want to validate okay. for you. Um, okay. I, I think I might have even said this to Marcy. I can't remember because I talked to so many people. I've been having the name Lisa eating at me all day. Does that relate to you in any way, And the, the name Lisa? You know, it might. There's somebody that's been trying to really mess up my life, and uh, I've seen that name, Lisa. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, that my mother recently passed as well, and... Uh, mm-hmm. That name was uh, brought up. up. Yeah. Yeah. What I asked my uh, listeners to, honey, Sharon, I asked you to get a pencil and paper um, because I may give you messages for validations that don't mean anything now, but you'll have an Oprah aha moment at some point, okay? It happens to me even when I get read. It's like, what are you talking about? Like, no. And then I've had things happen a couple years later, like, holy crap, like, came true. You know, it's not like we put voodoo on people or anything like that, but it may mean something, okay? So write that name down or keep it in the back of your head, okay? I feel very negative Lisa influence around your son. I don't know what that is, okay? Um, you said your mother just passed. Uh, I'm getting a March date. Is whose birthday's in March? Passing's in March. Who 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 can relate to March? My mother. Early March. My mother. My mother. When's her birthday? Um, the 13th, and she passed on the 5th. Both in March. Right. Okay, I do a lot of synchronicity. March 13th is my niece uh, who just lost her son three years ago. She also lost, she lost her oh. son to a heroin overdose. Her birthday's March 13th. Oh. My dad's March 8th. So I was feeling a very oh. strong... So we got that. Your mom is here. Your mom is with me, okay? I'm speeding up. My energy's speeding up. I'm like James Van Prague with that. Blah, 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 blah. You know, I talk fast enough. Oh. Okay, so significant March. The mom's here. Okay, we were talking about my mom earlier, her name being Sarah, nicknamed Sally. What does that mean to you? I feel a connection with that name also. Um, Sarah or Sally? Well, I have a girlfriend named Sarah. Um, I know Mm -hmm. I have an aunt named Sarah, a great aunt. Um, Mm -hmm. But uh, Sally, I had a riding instructor named Sally. Okay, so the, the, the both names are very significant to you for reasons. That's just the names sometimes come through. They're just validations that mom's with me. Okay, your mom's with me. So it's just uh-huh. that she the validation. It's not something's going to happen to Sarah, Sally, or any of them. Um, it's just yeah. a validation that they see what's going on. They're still around us. Okay, I just want to clarify that to people. Doesn't mean they're going to pass. Doesn't mean they've passed. All right. Um, okay. okay, I've. Seeing right now, because now I, I do see things at times, I'm seeing a very large home. Uh, I've I've seen this home before uh, with other people, a Victorian home. And I'm feeling something. I know you said you're where now? You're in Nebraska? Yes. Okay. I'm seeing something on the East Coast, this, uh, like a Victorian home in the like Massachusetts, Maine area. Does that mean anything to you? Do you know anything about this home? Oh, well, what comes to my mind is the Kennedy home. Okay. And why would that be related to you? Um, Well, I think they are related to me, and I've been thinking about them. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, wow. My grandmother kind of tried to keep it secret. Secret? (laughs) 
Okay. Yeah, and I is this the grandma okay. that's giving me the messages right now? No, that's my mother giving me your the mother. Messages. Okay, but is that on your mom's uh-huh. side? Is that on your mom's side? No, your mom's it's on mother. My dad. But, okay. Yeah. Okay. Doesn't no, matter. My mom. Just trying to clarify. No, it's my dad's mother is first cousin okay. to Rose Kennedy, I believe. Okay, and that's why I'm seeing the big house in in Massachusetts. Okay, that makes here we go, March. <laughs> yeah, I was I've been thinking about them a lot. You know, with the assassination was anniversary a couple of days ago. Also, well, yeah, actually they they uh, JFK died um, the day before my cousin's wedding. Um, uh, so I wow. remember it well. And my well, grandmother had my- died. My dad's mom died. Maybe. She, I think she died on the 8th, and that was the 22nd, actually. They kept saying the 23rd. I think my cousin got married on the 23rd, and the assassination was the 22nd, if I recall. Yeah, yeah. So I kept yeah, seeing people post the 23rd. Mm-hmm. My mom and dad's wedding anniversary was the same day. It was the 22nd. Oh, say synchronicity. Uh, so, yeah, mm-hmm. okay. And we lived we go. in Dallas at the time. Okay, don't give me too much info because I want to validate I'm things, sorry. and I'm not trying to stop. No, don't be sorry, because I do the same thing. I have my psychic that I've gone to for years now. She would tell me to shut the f up sometimes because <laughs> yeah. I got I'm the worst. Trust me, I'm the worst person to read in the whole world. It's like shut up, Peggy. You know, we used to laugh about it. Like, okay. So don't worry. No, no reason to apologize. Okay. I just want to be able to validate to you so you have peace. Okay. Okay, so uh-huh. now the Victorian house, which makes sense, Boston. Uh, I did a thing at Children's Hospital in Boston years ago, back in the 80s, because uh, I had a nursing business, and I went out there for something, and a lot of Victorian homes in Boston. So that's why. So that's a validation of the Kennedy family you're related to. Okay. Um, now you're talking about the Kennedys, and I'm seeing John John, little John John Kennedy. And he right. died in a plane crash. Um, did somebody in your family fly a plane or was a pilot or died in a plane crash? I have something with the plane going on. What's up with that? Or well, did somebody have a fear of flying? I, um, my mother kind of had a fear of flying, but I was looking at the plane crash, John John's plane crash just yesterday, and how I think oh, okay. you know, it was sabotaged. You know, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that makes sense. So she's seeing what you were yeah, doing yesterday. That That's a validation. Yeah. See, I come out with weird, weird, crazy stuff sometimes. So just deal with and it. We you know, it's... Him, we called him John John, and that's he did. Name. Okay. After him. Yeah. Oh, that's the okay, significance. Your dog's light. name is John John. Okay, go ahead, Marcia. Mm-hmm. Marcia's got some. No, I got, I got a also. light in my upper left forehead. Okay. Um, as Sharon's been talking, and I feel restriction like around my neck. Does that mean anything? My mother had a uh, tracheotomy. Okay. okay. You know, um, she had that terrible thing around her neck and in her throat. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who, uh, speaking of the throat, that's bringing me to somebody with a thyroid issue. Who, do you have a thyroid issue? Overweight? Um, haven't been maybe diagnosed, somebody in the family, or you? I'm feeling somebody with a I, thyroid, uh, undiagnosed thyroid issue. Um, and I, I don't usually I don't. give medical advice, and I'm not giving medical advice. I'm just saying I'm feeling somebody with thyroid. Right. 
Um, I'm not sure, honey. Um, it could be undiagnosed. I've got some issues going on. I don't know why. Okay, have you had issues with weight? Yeah. Okay, uh, you two sit. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, my mother also did. Okay, overweight? Yes. Okay. All right. Get the uh, and I'm not. I I I'm gonna do a disclaimer, or whatever you want to call it on this. I, I don't give medical advice, even though I was in the medical field. But I'm feeling somebody's got a thyroid issue. It needs to get checked. Okay. And I don't usually do that. Marshall will tell you. Have you ever really heard me go into medical things on here? No, no, not at all. No, no. But I'm feeling something with a thyroid. Someone has an undiagnosed thyroid issue. Not you're not gonna die or anything like that. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, it may be a problem. I feel, and I'm a big advocate, too, of the vitamin D3. I feel that someone's deficient in that, and that relates to the thyroid. Get get your D3 level checked. Have you ever gotten it checked? Or have you ever been told you needed it? Um, no, but I've been taking okay. it recently. Okay. Good. Well, yeah. get it checked. Get it checked. I feel like your levels are still way. Most, most of us have really low levels. And like I said, I'm not a doctor. I don't give medical advice, so don't take me to court. <laughs> but I think you need to get that checked because that does – D3, people don't realize, um, is not just a vitamin. It's a hormone. It's a hormone for the thyroid. Um, I know I, I had a <laughs> severe deficiency myself, and uh, I know I've lived it. I've seen people healed once they start taking it, many things. And I feel that's something yeah. going on with you right now with your medical issues. I, I didn't know you had medical okay. issues, but I feel it, Okay. So I'm not diagnosing you. I'm just saying when you go to the doctor, say, could you please check my D3 D3 level, okay? Okay. 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 So, and that relates to the thyroid and weight, okay? I don't know you from Adam. Never talked to you before. Um, How did you find my show, by the way? I'm interested. Just going through what was on live and your show about the, you know, losing a child and and I read that. It caught my eye. Okay, I'm getting um, the name Bobby. Who is Bobby? Robert, Bobby. Bobby is um, a boy that my parents started to adopt, but then okay. didn't want to be adopted So because mm-hmm. he came from a really family, you know? And he knew mm-hmm. his parents. Stuff. He was older than I was. Right. And so my right. dad helped, my mom helped get him into a school where his natural brothers were. Okay. Hmm. Okay, well, that's another validation. I've always kept in touch with him. Well, and then there's Bobby Kennedy. I also helped on Oh, right, right. I didn't even think about I wasn't even thinking about the Kennedys, but I'm I'm leaning more toward maybe the Bobby, the the possible adoptee, okay? Uh Not so much Bobby Kennedy. I mean, we've already... um, I mean, what are the chances of you being related to the Kennedy? Oh. Like, there's no way. When I saw this house in Boston, I I said Maine, I mean, but I was really saying Boston. Yeah. I it was it's funny because you know I was looking at all of it yesterday, and uh, you know mm-hmm. I did help on Bob's campaign, and um, oh you did, and it was oh yeah, and um, oh wow, you know I've got pictures, you know, sitting on the back of his convertible, and and. Uh, I, so you're I really close family ties with the Kennedys, right? You're very close family well, ties. But, but it's not acknowledged, okay? This is okay. just something okay. I my mother always told me, and I really wanted to have some validation. You know, I wanted to find out if we really are. If you look at mm-hmm. pictures of my, 
when, after my grandmother passed, I found President mm-hmm. Kennedy's mass card, you know, that you get at the funeral. Right. In one of her prayer, in one of her prayer books. And okay, you don't she get somehow that. is related to Rose Kennedy, right? Right. They're, I think they're first cousins, actually. They look like Oh, wow. Them. Oh, really? Wow. Awesome, awesome. All right, that makes she sense would, why I would pick that up, pick up on that. So that's your mom validating to me that, and she validated coming through with her birthday and her death date, both right. in March. I mean, it, right. 12 months a year, why right. did I say March? I have strong connections right. to March, okay? Yeah, you were exactly and we led us to the Kennedys. Exactly All right. Um, and the, then the plane. I was seeing the airplane with John John and, and something to do yeah. with your family. All right. Always, <laughs> um, you have a friend. I do want to say, because I do have a friend that's a pilot, and his name is okay. Bob. But oh, okay. There you go. I've never, I've never called him Bobby. Okay. Well, ever. I said Robert. I said Robert also. Well, that's not you know? true. Or Bobby. Yeah. I guess I did call him Bobby sometimes okay. as a joke. Yeah, my my um my late son's middle name is Robert. My brother uh his name is Robert and we call him Bob. My nephew's Robert and he's Robbie. So we have that in the family also. All right. Um okay, so we we got some validations here. Big I think pretty big validations that mom's with. Yeah. Um let's see what else I got for you. You want to know more about your son? Are you are are you still going um this murder? You said your son was murdered, right? Right. I'm seeing the number 23 around your son. What is the significance of the number 23? I had a big, he was killed when he was 22 and a half, and I had a okay. big birthday party. 23rd birthday party with balloons and everything? Yeah, yeah. Okay, did you, did you do a butterfly, a balloon release on his birthday? I did a balloon release, yes. Okay, yeah, I'm seeing them. I'm seeing them, Okay. All right, so that makes sense. It's I, you know, I got the age of your son, okay, because I kept hearing twenty three. All right, uh, are, is there still questions about your son's murder? Uh, has somebody not been brought to yeah. justice, or are you still in court? Right. No. They, okay. Uh, are they suspecting a friend, a friend of his? Well, yeah, there were two, uh, two boys that we know of. But there mm-hmm. were more involved, and they wrote it off as an accident. It's just been. I'm getting the name Ron, Ron, Ronald, Ronnie, Ronnie, Ronald. Who's that? I don't know. Okay, write it down. Named... You have a cousin but named Ronald? Not... Yeah, but not related to my son. I mean, my son. No, it's just maybe just a validation, but I'm just getting that name. Your mom's popping that name into my head. All right, so that's just another validation. Maybe had nothing to do, but I'm feeling. <laughs> Uh, connection with your son uh, now. Um, mom's bringing him by. Um, you need to solve this case for peace, okay? Not for his peace, for yours, okay? Right? You are still on up in the clouds about this, aren't you? I that just hasn't really not, been solved. I, no, not really, but I think that the things that are, the terrible things that are happening to me right now, are related mm-hmm. back to his murder. I don't know for sure, but... What, it, is somebody harassing it, you? Are you getting phone calls it, and hang-ups and things? More, much more than that, yeah. Threats. Oh, Threats. Okay. I'm feeling lots of negativity around you. Can I, can I ask you a personal question? You don't have to answer me, okay? Was there no. drugs involved with this? Was there a drug issue? Yeah. Yeah, the okay. people that killed him were drug dealers. Yeah. 
Okay, okay, okay. I got that. He's he's giving me that. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. Um, okay. Now, where do things stand in his case? Are they just throwing the files they, they let it on go. the back it's burner? It's written off as an accident. It's written off as an accident. Yeah, I've seen this with people before. I've seen it before. Mm-hmm. Well, he was shot, right? Yeah. What well, are they saying? It's a suicide. Oh, they tried. You know. All right, that's what I'm feeling. Were, okay. You don't shoot twice. Yeah. Okay. But then they, I, I know. They, you know, they faked one of the bullet holes. So. Really? Okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. feeling this. I'm. I'm feeling. I think you need to pursue it. I I don't know what the statute of limitations are. Uh, as far as this or where it stands, and I can't give any advice on this, but I feel for your peace and sound mind, um, I feel that this needs to be pursued still, okay? So to give you some closure, um, do you feel the same? No. I I let it go. I gave it to God, and then all of this stuff started happening to me. So I think basically that um, the people that were involved in this are are involved mm-hmm. in harassing Yeah, I'm not sure. Okay, okay. Well, have okay, you talked to the police about, have you talked to the police about the harassing? Uh, yes, I've tried. And what do they say? Well, you know. They're not taking um, you seriously. Right. Okay, Marsha, what do you, I feel, Marsha, I feel that you are picking up something here. What are you feeling on this? Well, my mom, my mom. Okay, um, her death was ruled a suicide. She didn't believe uh-huh. in suicide, um, right. and the local local <clears throat> cops wrote it off as mm-hmm. a suicide. Um, right. She had a bullet through the heart. She she didn't like guns. She had enough drugs because she had lymphoma to kill an elephant. So if she had mm-hmm. done anything, um, she would have taken an OD. You know, done an right. OD. Mm-hmm. Um, and I prayed and prayed and prayed about it. And God sent me the most vivid dream I've ever had. And he showed me how my mom died. Not who killed her, but how she didn't kill herself. And I'm getting the same thing about your son. But the only thing I can can tell you is that I'll have resolution when I get to heaven. I'll know who did it. Right now, God right. doesn't want me to know that. Right. My concern with her, though, Marsh, is that she's being harassed and no one's listening to her. Right. That, that that's, bothers me. That sounds like That's bothersome. That's why I keep saying peace. Um, uh, I'm sorry. What's your first name again? Sharon? Sharon. Yes. Yes. Sharon. Okay, Sharon. I'm sorry. Sharon, um, why don't the cops listen to you? Why, do you think you're just crazy that you've gone off the deep end, or what's their what's their? Well, they're excuse? trying to make Chris. me look that way. They're trying to make me look okay. that way. Okay. All right. And I think it's right. because I figured out that there wasn't a hole in the floor. You know, the 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 whole cover the whole excuse these kids gave proved to be not true. And right, I reported it, and then I let it go. But apparently. Right. Uh, my son saw things he wasn't supposed to see, and right. um, I should say shut him up. And it's kind of like a mob-related type drug dealing thing. I I think I don't know. I 
it's definitely yeah. bad. But is there? Okay, let me ask you a question. I, is there a restaurant? Is there a restaurant near you? I'm getting an R name on a restaurant like Rico's, an Italian restaurant, Rico's, something like that. Is there something near you, an Italian restaurant with a name similar to that? Rizzo's, Rizzo's, Rico's. Um, there is a Mexican restaurant. I okay, kind of close. I don't even. I can't well, even think. What what's the name of it? Right now. Okay. Um, I'm getting a restaurant for some reason, and the name like Rico Rizzo's uh, Russo. Write that down and, and call me back Ronaldo, on the show. Something like that. If there, if it's um, oh, yeah. Mexican restaurant. No, Ronaldo's not exactly Mexican. I don't know. I'm getting yeah. the name of the restaurant. I don't. I don't know what that what, what that means. Okay. I don't know whether it's a validation or an association with your son's death. I don't know. I, I'm just I, getting a restaurant. I'm just hoping my son could kind of tell me, you know, what to do or what. Give shed some light well, on what, what I'm giving. What I am feeling is that there you need some peace. You need, you need, um, I know you've given it to God, and, and that's great, you know, that we try to do that after a loss of a child of any cause, but I feel deep down in your soul that you've, you've not had peace, and that could be for the fact of the matter that you are being harassed. You know, I, right. I'm not God, I won't know things until I get there, I'm only as good as the messages sure. I receive. Right. You know, I can't, I can't say, well, okay, Sharon, this is what happened that night, and so-and-so did it. And if I could do that, then I'm God. For whatever reason, there's things we're not supposed to know. Sometimes, right. you know, I call myself the puzzle psychic. Sometimes we have to piece the puzzle together. My right. whole goal of my show is, no matter how your child died, to bring peace to you, whether I give you a venue to to come and, and share your your anger sure. here or or whatever. I do whatever I can for the healing process, Okay. <clears throat> but I am feeling um, you need more healing, whether it's, thir- what you said, 13 right. years, 11 years? 11 years, right? Uh, 11, yeah. 11, okay. Okay, I'm getting your son a is telling me, your son is, okay, go ahead, Mark. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I, just, no, go ahead, I was no. getting like a, a, a light, like a flashlight waving around okay. um, as if in search, like sh- Sharon is searching. Um, yeah. And I don't <laughs> You know, we all want to know what happened, and and but if you're getting harassed, I, I got a, a big blue light, like that's healing. Um, uh-huh. But do you do rebuking prayers, Sharon? Do you know how to do rebuking prayers? Um, yeah. I would yeah. I would suggest that you you double down on those, especially with the harassment, and do what you mm-hmm. can to find out who is behind it. I mean, well, even yeah. that you have. Go ahead. My my mother was living here with me before she got sick, and um, right. But they would harass and flash flashlights in the windows and stuff all the time. Whoa! There's the Whoa. flashlight. Yep. There you go, Marcia. You're getting there, girl. <laughs> and they did this after your son's. Yeah, your mom died after your son, right? Yeah, they did this just, they've done this in the last few years, couple of years. Really started bad in uh, 2013. Did they think that you were not letting this go? Do you think that's the reason you're being harassed, that you're not letting it go, that maybe you know something? I don't know. They, you, they should know 
know anything. Yeah, but well, they don't. They don't. They they try to cover their asses. Yeah, there's other people involved, and they want to take my house, and um, I really don't know what to do about any of it. I'm getting the name. This is an unusual name for some reason. I don't know what this means. Oscar. Does Oscar mean anything to you? The name Oscar. That's never I come up before. I knew a man named Oscar years ago. He um, uh-huh. passed away. Um, okay, maybe he's here then, because um, I never, I never got the name Oscar before. Okay, was he like? He wasn't a relative, but was he like a um, uh, someone you looked up to, like an uncle? Not that he was an uncle, but like an uncle figure. He was kind of a he. He was kind of a figure. Um, a permanent fixture at the restaurant I used to work at. There you go, um, restaurant. restaurant. Remember, I was just saying restaurant, and I got Oscar. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Downtown, and uh-huh. uh, he was like a permanent figure there. Everybody loved him. He was, I don't know. I'm not sure. He wasn't homeless, but. Um, I feel like he's almost. He was almost like an earth angel. I really yeah. do. Did he kind Everybody of like come across him. like a bum, like a uh, like a homeless person? Yeah, yeah, but you okay. know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I feel like because we do have earth angels. Angels walk amongst us. Okay, they take form, human form, whether you believe it or not. A lot of people say you're crazy. Oh no, I'm not because I've even in my book I write about it because it happened to me a couple times. Okay, freaked me out. You know, like I said, though I'm psychic, doesn't mean I'm human too. I still get freaked out by stuff. All right, but. I feel that Oscar was like a guardian for you, okay? And I'm seeing, you You said you worked in a restaurant. Did you waitress? But I'm seeing pies, lots of pies. What's up with the pies with the restaurant? Did you bake pies? No. Cherry, cherry pie, cherry and blueberry pies. What's up with cherry and blueberry pie? What's up with that? Did you like that, your son, Oscar, somebody? Specifically um, cherry and blueberry. I like them. Yeah, they're my favorite. Oh, they oh, are. Significant. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's that's just a validation then. Yeah. See, but like I said, yeah. sometimes we just have to put the puzzle together, you know. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Because I mean, it's that time of year for apple and pumpkin. I could have said that, but I was seeing you know blueberry or cherry pies. Okay. I keep seeing All like right. uh, a star-filled sky. Do you live out mm-hmm. in the country? No, but um, my mom always said that whenever. Um, you know, whenever someone dies, they go up and become a star. And I've been teaching my granddaughter, you know, to twinkle Nana to look for Nana and the stars. Okay, mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. Who? Um, I'm. It, it, okay, I don't know if it's related to your granddaughter, Carrie. The name Carrie. Does that mean anything to you? Oh, yes, very much so. Who is Carrie? A uh, neighbor. That I thought was my friend that was helping with the um, helping uh, people do this stuff to me. Oh, so she's involved. She's involved with this craziness. You think? Right. Oh wow! Whoa! Whoa! That's crazy. Now, why do you think she's involved with having people help? Do the stuff. Because I, you know, I had hid all my evidence over there with her, and then it just disappeared. And I caught her going through my stuff, and I actually saw her in my house. So, 
Okay, wait a minute. What do you mean evidence? What kind of evidence? What are you talking about? Do you mind relaying oh, that or? You know, like CDs that had been changed around so they could video my mom and I and um, stuff that they had attached to the house and um, Wait, pictures. who attached what to what house? Oh, who who did this? Are you talking cameras? But, yeah. Well, who who attached it to your house? Somebody attached cameras to your house? The police. Really? Why? I don't know. You don't know why they attached cameras to your house? Since your son's death or prior to your son's death? Um, This is just in the last two years. With my mom, while my mom was here. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow, that's puzzling to me. Well, why I don't understand why the police would attach things to your house. There was some kind of investigation going on. Because of your son's death? No, but I think that's why um, the other people have been able to get away with whatever they wanted to do. It's very complicated. Okay. Well, you don't have to tell me. I'm just trying to figure out why there would be things attached to your house. That's weird. That's really out of the ordinary, right, Marcia? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's very strange. Apparently, it's not. Apparently, it's not. Apparently, that police do do that. Really? Yeah. Yeah. See, I'm not getting the the the. Guess of why this would be done. This is weird. Very weird. I saw a cross. When you talked about seeing this person inside your house, I saw a cross. Uh-huh. Huh. Does that mean anything? Well, I'm I'm Catholic. I have crosses. Um, but I, I'm puzzled by that. I would just take it probably to mean that since you have all these issues going on in this harassment, um, and it sounds like a lot of your faith is important to you. Uh, You believe in God. Um, But, I mean, if someone is actively harassing you, they're not just going to up and stop because you do a rebuking prayer, but it will help, I think. Mm-hmm. Have you thought, um, Sharon, of taking this a step further, like to the um, FBI, go above the police's head? You know, I have, but I I don't know. You know, they've done such a good job at trying to discredit me. Mm-hmm. So that nobody listens to anything I say that, and overwhelm me with so many problems that I wouldn't know. Who why do you think? Me. Why do you? Let me ask. What is your um, synopsis on why the police would want to discredit you? What What would be their link to this? What What's their objective in discrediting because, because you? I, because I caught them. Because I saw that the evidence was tampered with in my house. You know that it was okay. staged. 
because I reported a bad doctor. And that's what started oh. other investigations. Oh, so this is unrelated to your son's death. Right, but it, you know, falls in right there with the local area mm-hmm. police. Mm-hmm. And it, it kind of, I mean, I've had the harassment and the vandalism since my son's death, mm-hmm. you know, all along. But it really escalated. And I think it was kind of a, you know, means of they could get away with it. Wow. And, Do you think the police have ties with these? Drug dealers that did this to your son? You mean the police are... that are listening phone call? Yeah. Okay. Do you think there's there's a cover-up? Oh, yeah. Well, then you need... I really feel strongly that you need to contact the FBI. They have to investigate. Okay? They have to. I do... Let me just, just say want... this. Sharon, when when my mom died and it was ruled a suicide and we all knew it wasn't, um, I lived in Florida. Now I don't, okay? Now I'm somewhere in rural Indiana. And I came back for the funeral. And a judge walked into the funeral home. And I'm like, who's this person? I've never seen this person. He's not family. Why is this mm-hmm. person here? And right. um, it was. It turned out that my dad knew him, and probably, you know, I mean, I know it sounds crazy, but we're not crazy. I, I really believe my my dad had something to do with my mom's death, or he either did it or he paid someone to off my mom, and oh. he mm-hmm. he knew this judge. So I know it, it may sound crazy uh, to other people. But if you've got dirty cops and, and they're, you know, I don't know what the connection is, um, but it's possible <laughs> because it happened to me. Yeah. And you, like Peg said, you need to take it on, on to, like, an Yeah, you need knock. to go to the next level. You need Because if you're, you know, it's it's bad enough that you're dealing with your mom's death and your untimely death of your son and the way your son died. And that's where I was feeling that you know, your son telling me that you need peace. Uh, and now you're not going to have the peace if you're going to be harassed. So there's a reason you're being harassed. And... Um, they can try to make you look crazy, but the FBI is going to – that's why they're above the police, okay? You don't have to contact FBI in your town. You can call a national number. I don't know what it is or anything. I don't have any you know, contact that way. But I think you need to take it at the next level, okay? There's too much craziness going on around you, and it's not fair. You need to put a, uh, a cease and desist order on this. It, it needs to end once and for all. You're going through enough with your recent loss well, of your mother and, and, and losing your son, and this should not be happening. I know. I know it shouldn't. And um, the problem is, though, it's still going on. I mean, they are pulling out all the stops. I mean, they're trying to, like I said, trying to make me look crazy mm-hmm. and confident. Now they're trying to make 
make it look like my house isn't livable. Whatever they can do, they're doing it. And well, then you know, I, I'm down to like a minute left, girls. I'm down to a minute left of the show. If you're on the phone, no, it's okay. If you're on the phone lines, we can go a little further. Um, if you're listening on the internet. Uh, it will go to archive. You can listen back to the show, but you won't be able to hear the show anymore. But if you're on the lines, we can still talk a little. So I just wanted to let everyone know. And thank you, uh, callers. We're down to 60 seconds. Uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in to Signs Our Loved Ones Send Us. And uh, happy Thanksgiving to happy our listeners that will be God losing. Bless you. Yeah. Yeah. Honey, so I'm going to call back in and, and, you know, maybe the next show. I'm not sure if I'm going to do one next week. I usually do them every Tuesday, but I've got some stuff going on in my life right now. Um, so, you know, check my schedules, um, and uh, we'll continue this, okay, and see what we can do to help, okay? Um, are we off the air? Sharon, um, well, actually, we're not. We've got 20 seconds. Uh, but once it, it's, we're never really off the air because this will go into the archive. Whatever we discuss after, even after right. that, right. so you can listen I'm back just, to it. Yeah, I'm almost. You know, I just wanted to hear from my son because I missed him and I didn't know what was going on. But yeah, I'm really nervous now because they've heard all this stuff that I've said. What on the phone? Yep. No, I I would like I said I would check in and do something. Um, don't. I wouldn't worry about it because this is a blog talk radio. I mean, I don't know. They got your they, phone tapped they, or anything. Oh, they hacked my phone. I've already had it validated by a professional oh, really? hack. New York police said, yes, it's hacked. And well, why, they, why aren't they doing something then if your phone has been hacked? This is crazy. Then you can't be crazy. Oh, I don't get that part. $1,000 for a private investigator to... To do it, I don't have that kind of money. You don't have to. Yeah, That's why you go to the FBI. It doesn't cost anything. That's what I'm. I'm give, this is the advice I'm giving you. The FBI yeah. doesn't cost. Private investigators, yes. FBI, no. So that would be. I, you know, we're going to be signing off. But I, um, I just want to say I would take it to the FBI. I would make that call ASAP. All right. And just know that your son and your mother—they're all around you. Um, once they cross over, they're they're all around us. Okay. All right, honey. Right. Okay, Sharon, I'm going to have to sign off, but I wish you the best, and you can always go back into the show on Tuesday nights, okay? And I I, 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 I will be praying for you, okay? I will too, Sharon. Thank you. Bye. Okay, God bless. Happy okay, honey. Have a good, God bless. Happy Thanksgiving. God bless. Good night now. Uh, Marcia, thank you for being on with me and co-hosting, and uh, we'll be talking to you again on uh, Tuesday nights, okay? Have okay. A, a great Thanksgiving, everybody. Okay, good night. Thank well, you. God bless. Good night. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.